Girl, I'm so glad you're here. I know you're crazy busy. So before we get started, I want to give you a gift. It's my new guide called, wait for it, redeem your time in just five minutes. You may need this if you've ever felt like you're being pulled in too many directions. You know how it is. You do a little of this, then a little of that, and you get whiplash from trying to do all the things that seem to all matter all at the same time. Your faith, your relationships, your work or business, your household, and who has time for fun anymore? So instead of throwing up your hands in exhaustion and opting for scrolling or binging, because let's be honest, who hasn't been there? Set a timer for five minutes, open up this guide and go through these five simple steps. And I promise you'll know exactly where to put your focus right now. So you don't waste any more time on less important things. Give me five minutes and I'll give you back hours in your life. Sound amazing? I know you're here to make an impact for him. So let's redeem your time, my friend. Head over to redeemhertime.com forward slash five, and I'll whisk it off to your inbox ASAP. And if you're multitasking, because who doesn't these days, I'll drop the link in the show notes for you. Hey girl, I see you. You long to live fully present, to redeem your time as a faith-led woman, but you feel yourself pulled in so many directions, you're spread way too thin more often than not. And you find that life hits you from all sides, keeping you busy beyond belief, double-minded and distracted. You are not alone. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast. You know that God has a bigger purpose for you than just juggling all the things, yet you can't seem to pause the noise long enough to discover what that is. So you just keep doing more, thinking you're not doing enough or that you're not enough. But somewhere inside, you hear that quiet voice whisper, that's not the life he intends for you. True that. Hey friend, I'm Lissa fellow sister in Christ, wife, empty nester, and recovering to-do list girl. After trying to keep all the balls in the air for too long, I was exhausted. But I finally let go of doing all the things, and that's when God showed me how to redeem my time for Him. Warning, His plans are always better than ours. Imagine redefining your God-given purpose to focus on what matters most in your stage of life, realigning your schedule to create space to invest where it counts, and redeeming how you live each day to make a bigger impact for eternity. And maybe you're doing it all in your favorite holy jeans and Jesus Saves graphic tee. This is the podcast for you, my friend. Grab a cup of joe, brew yourself some tea, or mix up a fizzy. And be sure to grab your journal or your notes app, because we're going to get to work. I pray this both blesses and challenges you. Are you ready? Hey friend, if you're listening to this in real time, today is January 17th. Do you remember the significance of that date? It's the date that studies show most people drop off when it comes to their New Year's resolutions, goals, intentions, whatever you prefer to call them. That's only two and a half weeks. That's not very long. Now, if you're listening to this after that date, just add 17 days to the day you said, I'm going to do fill in the blank. And then ask yourself, am I still rolling with it? 76% of you would have to say no. No wonder most people don't experience lasting life change. Because like we've talked about, most people may not be giving it enough time to make it a habit. If you remember, it takes 21 to 285 days, with 66 being the sweet spot. But don't worry about what most people are doing or not doing. What are you doing? or not doing. 
One of the best ways to change things for the better is to invest in a community with others who are also committed to life change and willing to hold you accountable to what you say you want to do. We're currently in the middle of our 31 day one thing habit challenge inside the redeem her time community. And guess what? It's not too late to join us. Plus, once you're on the inside, you get access to all kinds of resources to help you make the best use of your time, including accountability. When you use the link redeemhertime.com join, I'll even give you your first three days free. I'll drop that link in the show notes for you because I'd love to see you on the inside, my friend. So we've been going through a timely tip series in the podcast about habits, because whether it's the new year when you're listening to this or not, we all have a tendency to start strong and fall off at some point in the not too distant future. That is, if you have not built the habit correctly. Too true, right? But it doesn't have to be that way. I believe if it's important to you and part of your with God vision, goals, and priorities, it's worth investing a little time to make it happen. Do you agree? Good. Then let's dive in. The first timely tip on episode 95 was to focus on just one thing. That's intended to counter the common problem of trying to start too many new habits at once. Not that any of us would know from personal experience or anything. You can't keep up with them all. So no wonder they start dropping. Instead, focus on just one new habit at a time. The next timely tip on episode 97 was to make it obvious using implementation intentions and habit stacking. Those strategies help counter the problem of, I just didn't think about it. Because anything that new needs to stick out at first to get noticed and done. Speaking of which, did you try the trip over it, step over it, notice it technique for you or your family? I trust it produced good results and made a point. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you'll have to go back and listen. In fact, these podcast episodes are all here as a resource for you. So feel free to go back anytime and refresh on any episode whenever you need. Today's timely tip is to make it attractive. Let's be honest. We all have a tendency to move towards something that looks good to us, right? For example, who is truly drawn to the head of broccoli as a late night snack when there's leftover dessert sitting right next to it? (laughs) Why is that? In the book Atomic Habits by James Clear that we've been referring to, He cites several studies about what's called the dopamine effect. When you're about to get something you really want, your brain dumps dopamine into your system, raising your desire and in turn resulting in taking action towards that source of enjoyment. But without the dopamine, desire dies. And without desire, well, those actions stop. Do you see the problem? There are a lot of attractive things out there that catch our attention and produce the dopamine effect but many of them are not moving us closer to our with God vision, goals, or priorities. Like the notifications on your phone first thing in the morning when you said you were going to start with scripture to grow your faith walk. Or the new organization system you found online when you said you were going to have unplugged time in the evening to grow your family relationships. Or the book you just started reading when you said you were going to reach out to that friend who really needed support to grow your friendships. Or the new posts you endlessly scroll through when you said you were just going on to share about your new program to grow your service. Or what about that cute new top and pants and shoes on that app when you said you were going to stick to your budget to grow in your stewardship? Or 
that leftover piece of cake in the fridge when you said you were going to cut out sugar and not let cravings control you to grow in your wellness. Or maybe it's that one more Pinterest search when you said you were going to start in your new hobby to grow in your passions. Or perhaps it's the new season on Netflix when you said you're going to stick with your routines to keep your home ready for guests to grow in your dwelling. No judgment. We've all been there. There are shiny objects all around us. And with the rise of technology and its ability to put attractive things in front of us everywhere we go, we will only continue to see more. So what's a girl to do to create a new habit and not get distracted by all the other attractive but distractive things out there? Make the habit attractive, AKA find a way to increase the dopamine for that broccoli, right? Today, I'm going to share with you two ways to do that. The first deals with the words you say, and the second with the order of your actions. If you haven't already, grab your journal or your notes app, and let's get started. Way number one, change up the words. How many times have you heard someone or yourself say, I can't eat cake, or I have to work out? How do the words can't and have to make you feel? Not a lot of dopamine flooding your system to move you into action in that direction, right? When you use those words, you're focusing on the thing that you would rather have in the moment, like cake over broccoli and Netflix over exercise. And it sounds like something's being done to you, like you are being restricted by a force outside of yourself and being deprived of something that you'd rather have. And like we said, when those desires are lacking, the chances of taking action are probably nowhere to be found either. Plus, when the control is outside of you, it's tempting to fight back or to give in, right? So just make this small shift in your words. The difference is subtle, but the effect is powerful, and it might even move you to action, even with the same choice in front of you. Are you ready for it? I don't eat cake, or I get to work out. Only a difference of a word or two. So what's the big deal? That cake probably doesn't look any less attractive because the broccoli next to it suddenly does. And the thought of getting off the couch, changing clothes, putting on your shoes, and going to your workout room doesn't sound more attractive than watching another episode. So how does it work? It makes the result you want in the long term more attractive and puts you in control of the decision. Chances are, the picture of you in your head of how you'll feel in that dress at your son's wedding in a few months gets you excited. So that feeling will not only move you to not taking action in the direction you don't want to go, but in taking action towards where you do want to go. Pay attention when you talk to yourself or talk to others. Change up your words from can't and have to to don't and get to. And I'd love to hear what difference that makes for you in making your habit attractive, even if it's broccoli. Way number two, change up the order. When push comes to shove and the broccoli is sitting next to the cake or the Netflix episode automatically plays when you look at your tennis shoes on the floor, it's tempting to say, I'll have the cake now and then I'll eat healthier or I'll do the workout after this episode. Have you been there too? What usually happens? You do the thing that looked more attractive in the moment and never get around to the thing that was actually going to move you towards where you wanted to be long-term. In this case, confident and strong. So what if you make it a game, like you likely did when your kids were young? Whether it was getting them to eat their veggies with a promise of dessert, or to clean up their room with a promise of the park, as a mom, you used what they really wanted as the reward to doing what they didn't really want to do, but needed to. This strategy worked 
because their dopamine spike and spiked in anticipation of what they really wanted. So they were willing to take action on what they needed to do to get there. Guess what? You can use the same trick on yourself. It's called temptation bundling, and it works by linking an action you want to do with one that you need to do. As James Clear says in Atomic Habits, you're more likely to find a behavior attractive if you get to do an enjoyable thing at the same time or right afterwards. Perhaps you want to watch that Netflix episode, but that's the time you plan to get on the treadmill. What? What if you watch Netflix while you're on the treadmill? Disclaimer, you might want to test it out first by walking slowly before you start going faster and lose balance. Or one of my tricks when I'm in the kitchen baking something sweet is to have a bowl of veggies on the counter that I can snack on and make it a rule I have to finish it before I can have a piece of whatever it is I'm making. Make up your own game. There's no shame in bribing yourself. Just make sure the more enjoyable action does not undo your positive action. Now, the examples I gave today were all from the wellness area of attention, probably because that's often on women's minds around the new year. But the techniques of change up your words and change up the order can be applied any time of year to any of the eight areas of attention, your faith walk, your family, your friendship, your service, stewardship, wellness, passions, or dwelling. Here's a good one. If you're wanting to make a new habit of time in the word first thing in the morning, call it scripture before phone, AKA don't open your phone before you open the word, unless you're using a Bible app, of course. In that example, you will find that when you switch up the order, you do have time to be in the word. And you may actually find you crave the dopamine rush from scrolling and seeing those likes and comments less than you used to. You can even pair temptation bundling with a habit stacking strategy we talked about last time. For example, say you want to check Facebook, but you've committed to creating a habit of reading the word and you need to exercise more. So create a temptation bundled habit stack like this. After I read the word habit I want to create, I will pull out my phone. After I pull out my phone, I will do 10 burpees. That's the habit you need. After I do 10 burpees, I will check Facebook. That's the habit you want. So there you have it. Two simple ways to make your new habit more attractive so it gets done. Change up the words and change up the order. Now it's time for you to put this timely tip into action. I'd love to hear what stood out most to you and how you're going to use it. So send me a written or voice message and use the link on the podcast page at redeemhertime.com slash podcast, or better yet, join us inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just talking about it, but we're walking it out with our 31 day, one thing habit challenge. Come inside at redeemhertime.com forward slash join. And I still have a few spots left this month for a 15 minute personalized strategy session. So let's put our heads together and make your habits more attractive and obvious. Grab your spot at redeemhertime.com forward slash call. And you know, I've got you girl. I'll drop those links in the show notes for you because it's not about just knowing what you should do, right? Thanks for joining me for this timely tip episode. And until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need to do all he has called you to focus on who and what matters most to redeem your time. Cause you are here for such a time as this. Hey friend, Before you go, were you touched by this episode? I pray it blessed you, challenged you, or grew you in a way that moves you to take action in your life. So what was the one thing that God laid on your heart today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a quick minute to leave a review right here in this platform? That way I know you're liking the show and it helps other busy faith-led women just like you find real life answers too. 
Plus, it just makes my heart smile. And if this podcast added value for you, before the crazy busy world creeps back in, would you share this episode with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough? And don't forget, grab your free guide to redeem your time in just five minutes. You'll need it for when you feel like you're going in a million directions, but not getting anywhere. Tell me where to send it at redeemhertime.com forward slash five. Of course, I'll drop all the links in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Be careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time because these are difficult days. Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.